Welcome citizens, you're listening to New Amsterdam Radio, the podcast for creatives. Here, thinkers and doers always have a key to the city. The mayor is in, so office hours start now. Citizens, welcome. New Amsterdam Radio starts now. Flobo Boys here in the mayor's office, enjoying the birthday week. Do you believe in birthday weeks, birthday months, birth seasons? I don't usually, but as I get older, a lot of these things like meeting up with friends and celebrating me tend to split over or spill over a couple days. It ends up being a week. I always feel kind of weird about it, but hey, if someone wants to show you love, might as well go for it. You're only on this planet for 100 years or so. <laughs> How's the creative projects going? Let me know. Hope you guys are doing all the things, working really hard to bring your projects to light. But even though we've been dabbling with speaking with experts on mental health and things we're looking forward to, uh, the balance, if you will, the reason why this episode is called Balancing because I bring back my longtime collaborator, James Lott Jr. If you guys don't know who James Lott Jr. is, this is a force of nature doing so many different projects. Uh, when I met him, he was juggling three or four podcasts in a single day. The hardest working man that I know when it comes to his media stuff, but even he had a point when he wanted to walk away and go on sabbatical. So I want to sit down with him. It happened very recently in 2022 just to see what caused him to make that decision and how his business changed since doing it. But before I get to that, just got to say, as always, thank you so much for checking out this episode and all the other episodes of New Amsterdam Radio Canon. Learn more at newamsterdam.com. That's K-N-E-W, amsterdam.com. And I'm always at social media. They always say hi to me personally at Flobo Boys on Twitter or at Flobito on Instagram. Just hit me up. Be like, I love the podcast. I'm listening in this country or that country. Let me know uh, where you're listening to New Amsterdam Radio. If you're on the beach somewhere, are you in Bermuda? Are you on the, the ice capped mountains of the Alps? Let me know. I'm just trying to figure it out. But enough of me rambling. That's my chat, my interview with James Lott Jr., the JLJ. Of JLJ Media. <laughs> Welcome back to Rapsap Radio. This my guest is no introduction has been up here in all of my shows. I consider him a collaborator, a friend, and a mentor. Muse? Are you all those things? James Lott Jr., CEO of JLJ Media, and you just getting started. How's it going, sir? Hello, my friend. I love talking with you. Yes, I'm all those things and more. Yeah, man. And uh, you have your own uh, unit of fandoms, the Lotties. I saw the post today. You shout out to your Lotties. What was that about? <laughs> They're branded now? <laughs> yes. Well, because it's funny because all these years, um, people come ask me, well, what is your, like, you have, you know, the Beehive or the Rihanna Army or whatever. I'm like the Lambs. I was like, I don't have that. But like, but your last name just screams it. Like, so sure. I did a poll. I got suggestions from people, actually. And it was Lotters. Lotties, mediators, because I'm JLJ Media, ah. and like one other. And so I did a poll. I said, okay, whoever wins is going to be it. And Lotties won by a landslide. Uh, mediators was close, actually. It's not, not too far off. Yeah, it's funny because media sounds like kind of generic, but Lotties is definitely, definitely in. When they mentioned um, Scandal, which I used to watch, when Kerry oh. Washington, they were called Gladiators. The fans that love the show is Gladiators. It goes, it sounds sort of like Scandal. Whatever, I'm not helping mediator. So I thought, no, I think Lottie's. I have a friend who's British who calls me Lottie all the time. 
And so I thought yeah. that's kind of funny for him too. He, he loves it. He's like, oh my God, I started something. I go, yes, you did. You started something. Burst exams are so simple, but they're so effective. Like my mom, when she was in uh, Queen Elizabeth Hospital, they'll call her Boise. And uh, yeah, Boise is like, Boise, people call me that sometimes too. Yeah, when I worked at Domino's for that one day. I'm like, hey, Boise, order's up. Bada boom. Oh, they were Haitian. I know why I talk like that. Yeah, that was it. Was one day in the summer. Yeah, it was. Uh, this is actually a cool story. It's not the whole point of this episode, but uh, I know. But I, I can't. The, the first, the first year, I got a car. So I went down to Florida for college. I didn't have a car. I was like, oh, I'm from New York. I don't need a car. I'm like, oh wow, America's huge. Uh, and I got a car the second year, and I wanted to to to, to pay pay help pay it off. My brother helped me out. Got me a, a Toyota Camry Solara, which is a pretty pimp car for a first vehicle. The two door coupe. And so I worked at. Domino's did the application, applied for it. Mom was like, "Are you doing this?" I'm like, "Yes." And I did the training. Mom's like, "Are you still doing this? It's dangerous out there." I'm like, "Yes." First day I went to work, she goes, "You know, you shouldn't be doing this." And I go, "I'm doing it." <laughs> and I did the first day. I trained. I earned their respect because they thought I was some kind of like rich kid because I had the Solara and not like a beat down car. And my mom didn't like the fact that I was working for pizza, but she didn't know how to say it or express herself. So she did something very West Indian and told my brother that he's out there defying my orders. And so my brother called me one morning and just totally like chewed me out to the point where I quit. And um, it's, we look back at it now, like what could have been, you know? Uh, but at the time I was like, ah, ah, Ma, you're just stopping my dreams. I was going to be the best pizza delivery driver this side of the Atlantic. Um, but yes, I worked one day at Domino's. Uh, not the worst I've ever had though, but yeah. No, no, you had, I know you had some others, but no, that's actually mm -hmm. funny. How funny, okay. Like, yeah. Oh, West Indian mothers, I have one too. Yeah, well, one of those khakis of pride. Uh, so, JLJ Media, uh, I can't say it's a brand. It's a it's a movement, right? People get in, they, they become part of the family. You have advocates, you have Lotties. Uh, as it stands right now, seven years in the game, almost, right? If not, what how do you what will be the state of the media empire today? It's 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 hot. It's hot. <laughs> hot it's hot. You need, you, need, you need iron mitts. Touch it. <laughs> it is no, seriously, I, you know, as I as I'm hitting some milestones and looking looking back, you know, you just had to go always look back. And I'm like, wow, I just didn't know what I was doing. I feel I just fumbled my way through stuff. And then I started learning. I really started mm -hmm. learning. And I know we bring us to this place up all the time, but it really did help me with After Bus TV. It did help me. Um I don't know. It's on hiatus, by the way. It's on hiatus for yes, for two and a half years. Yeah. Um, <laughs> break. I'm trying to be shady today. It's crazy. Um <laughs> But it's no, but it's. I mean, like between Afterbus TV, Adrenaline Radio, um, just life, my friends, people like you. I've just learned stuff along the way. And I pick up things. I'm a fast learner. I pick up things, and I'm like, wow. Like my brother always says, you took your 15 minutes and you stretched it to seven years. Like I really did. I just, I guess, I just, I like it. And Tony said this on. I did a show with Tony Moore, a friend of ours, the other day, and he said, think about James. Is he came in, not trying to get competition, not trying to steal a spotlight. Mm -hmm. Look at you having fun. They just came in. I said because I was older. And I just felt like I can't compete with any of these young these young kids. I'm just I'm just, sure. I'm just have fun. Let me have fun while I'm here. And it, right. and I do recognize that what I'm doing and where my media empire is now was a result of hard work. I I came from nothing into the business, um, but also I had a lot of fun. And this is extraordinary. And I get to do this. I mean, I'm actually making money off of it. I'm actually handling my business. I'm still growing. I'm still learning. I mean, it's, it's I'm winning awards. Like, it's just weird. Yeah, you are. I was at People Magazine. I mean, it's, it's just weird. So right now, it's it's hot at the moment. I have some things yeah. in the work. And it's just like, it's just, it's it's still hard. I still have to struggle. I 
I did a mini rant this morning. I want to show I did. It's still hard for certain reasons, but it's it's good. I mean, it's, I'm, I'm growing. It's good and it's growing right now. How would you describe the, the JLJ media business, though, to, to outsiders? I know there's media is a very it's a very fluid term nowadays. Everyone's a media empire, but like yours is like legitimate, but it covers a lot. There's a lot of breath to it. The shows you cover, the content you cover. Like, how do you like sum it all up? That's a great question, actually. I've never asked anybody has asked me that before. Um, I sum it up as it's a brand. It's a brand of community and service. I tell people that's number yeah. one. Like you said, you come in, I treat you like family. I like it's like I'm buying you to my house. And you come on, you like fit. It's like, you know, screw, I almost cussed. Screw Olive Garden. When you come you to jail, can, you can cuss here. Okay, so well, fuck Olive Garden. No. Um, actually, I don't go to breadsticks and salad. Do some story. Yeah, yeah. Um, but no, but it's, I always say my media empire is about community and service. Um, welcome to all, inclusive to all. My motto is diversity should be, nor should be nor normality. And literally, what it is. So when you come in, you should be able to find something. I said, well, you should be able to find something. So I do yeah. speak first things in within it when it comes to books or music or podcasts or audio dramas or interviews. You should be able to find something you like. And not many yeah. media places do that. Um, usually their 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 focus is I, I would say Disney Plus is close because they do a little bit and they have that they have the Star Wars stuff, the Disney stuff, the, the, yeah. the MCU. So it's like I give you somewhere you come in, you should be able to find something to watch. And I think that's my life. My life is that way. I'm kind of like Come on in. The water's fine. There's going to be something here in here, whether it's juggling or being left-handed or being a grandparent or soap operas or home. You just better find something. And so I do yeah. a little community and service is my number one. I mean, I, it's not like a cult probably, but it's the cult of lots. You know? um, but that's why I feel typical. That's why I think my media company stands different than others, many others. I, never, I don't think I've ever told you the story, but uh, when I was – I don't say kid, um, 18, 19. I had this yeah. fantasy of of somehow being chosen to program an entire network. Of course, wow. this network was on television back then because that's where networks were. Uh, and and actually came across my old notebook. Not the last time I was in New York, the time before, where I had all the premises of these fake shows wow. that appeared on quote unquote Xnet, right? And they were, had different shows. Yeah. It was like family okay. family night. It was like the 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 the, the drama night. It was it was kind of kind of surreal. So the fact you actually did it and you get to do it is pretty awesome. So at its peak, how many shows you have uh, at the top of the year? Beginning of the year, I, I, I want to say 30 shows, but I feel like that's a little bit off. I have about 35 shows. Crazy. No, it's crazy. crazy. It's ridiculous. So it's about, I always do a little top 20s uh, of the week, and some of them are ties. So even within the top 20s, there's like 25 shows. And there's a whole other 10, 15 shows I don't even list that are below that. That even okay. even list. Um, so I, I have about 45 shows total, I think. And I think that's how I count it. I know it's stupid. Um, and about 45 shows. And some of them are, you know, seasonal. Some of them come, you know, come in and out. And that's including, so I'm including, I'm also including the audio dramas. Or, I'm, I'm including, that's, that's work. So I mean, those are shows. So I'm including the audio dramas, the interview shows, the after shows. They're all together about, about I would say about 40 or 40, about, about between 40 and 45 shows. And uh, if you want to check out the past episodes of New Amsterdam that feature JLJ, especially my favorite, JLJ Christmas, we go into that in detail. Uh, to the, but, but I really want to talk to you about the shift you had this year. Because I, like yourself, has been struggling with a bit of burnout. Can I say that word? Uh, and I want to know how you approached it. You had this thing going. This, you got to feed the content piece because we are told if you don't update, no one really knows you exist. And you lie. But one time you said, 
stop. I'm taking a break. What happened before that? What was the minute that you go, I'm doing this now? I feel like I was on a hamster wheel. Um, once you get, yeah, exactly. I was, just, I was going, <laughs> I'm really getting fed. No, I was yeah, yeah. Um, and really, I wasn't getting, I, see, I really wasn't getting fed and, and emotionally. So yeah. um, I found myself, well, see what, ha what happened was. What happened was, what tell happened me. Was, um, <laughs> my creativity started to dry up. Oh. And so for me, and Flo will always laughs when I say this, I dream, I dream scripts. I dream songs. I really do. I don't I make fun of them. I'm just jealous. <laughs> I'm just jealous because I can't dream to work, save my life. <laughs> really? I, I, dream all, I dream all the time. I do all the time. I get two a year. That's crazy. Or two I recall, they say. You dream every night. Blah, blah, blah. Right. Two I recall a year, yeah. Wow. So my dreams started drying up. And it's, everything started drying up. It just started drying up. And I, and I had a couple of series that I, was, I needed to start writing. And I had nothing to say. Oh, and I and one of them was Easter Hair, which was a huge hit for us. Um, so I really wanted to come back and get it going again. And I couldn't squeak out an, a, a, an episode, a scene. I could mm -hmm. I mean, you know, I was coming back from a cliffhanger. Uh, the, the season was right at cliffhanger. We had a big explosion. I'll just, I'll just spoil it. Um, and so <laughs> I had to make figure out who's going to live, who's going to die. And before I went in, back, back when I was in the middle of it all, I had an idea. But then when I came back, I was like, I don't know what I want to do. I don't know. I don't know who I want to go forward with. I don't know. I mean, I don't. I was. I couldn't. I was blocked. Right. Completely yeah. blocked. And then I found myself going. I haven't had a personal life in a while either. Right. And COVID really did a number on us because for those of us who live basically by ourselves, who are not in relationships, and yeah, we you know how it is. And then my family's so far away. My 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 immediate family, my kids and grandkids, are so I didn't see it. It's like, it's like everything caught up with me mm -hmm. in like April of 2022. Mm -hmm. And I was just like, I don't care anymore. And yeah. I don't like the feeling because I like to care. So I don't like, like right. to care. And I was seriously starting having anxiety attacks. I started having um, crying fits. Like seriously, as a grown man, just, I just started crying. And I was like, yeah, this isn't good. Yeah. This is not good. And um, and then I have current situations. I have, you know, aging parents I'm having to watch, um, take care of my homes, you know, all, all this stuff is coming up. Getting older, had a birthday coming up, getting older, certain parts don't work no more, or as well as they used to, used to was. <laughs> uh, and I was, and it all, but it all came together really in April. And I was like, I can't continue this way, or I will go down a really dark path, and that won't be good for anybody. Yeah, I need to actually stop. But so you, so you have that point. Okay, you stop. But then, but then, like you just kind of alluded to, like what does that look like though? Because mm -hmm. I have a machine going. But I got to the point where I was like, I don't care. If I oh, lose wow. every viewer on Earth and start over, it was that serious for me. Yeah, it's like if I lose every viewer, fuck it. Right. Um, I I just have to take care of myself. So I'm I'm a very transparent personality. So my fans know, my followers know that I tell them everything. Basically, I tell them. So right now, James Dream isn't doing really well right now. And I always start telling him that on my shows that I was doing. So they got an idea that James was like going through some stuff. Mm -hmm. And then um, I just sat down and I said, I'm a person who meditates and prays. So one of my morning prayer meditations, I said, God, leave me the direction I need to go. And he said, okay. He said, James, you'd stop. But he said, since you're not rich. <laughs> uh, <laughs> While we do, he put the words in my brain, reduced work schedule. Oh, wow. 
So it's reduced work schedule up the personal schedule. Those kind of two things that kind of happen. Oh, I never even thought, I never even thought it before. And he said, do it for your birthday month. Almost like a rebirth. Do it for your birthday month. Start recalibrating. Start looking at, take stock in everything and then figure out what you're willing to do for reduced work and what you're willing to give up. Was this the same epiphany or was it two different sessions or? Same epiphany. Same epiphany. Okay. 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 On the same um, praying you know, schedule. Sure. A set session. So, that was my, 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 my second question. Like there's, there's people that say, you know, I quit wholesale. Shut, shut, shut down, but you understand it is uh, a bit of a way to, to generate revenue or a living. We can we could be honest. We're among creatives here. Sometimes you want to be able to work for the craft, but you also want to eat. <laughs> Eating's nice. Uh, yes. Your birthday month was May. Full disclosure. Uh, what 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 was that? What did you get to experience in that month's time? Uh, being turning, I'm in my fifties, so folks don't know that I'm fifty three, and and my thing is, and I had to talk with my my best friend Terry, who was here down here. She's fifty four. And we're saying, now we're setting up for our, our golden years, basically. Once you pass mm-hmm. 50, it's kind of like now, what we do now will inform our 60s and 70s. So we're like, and whatever that's going to look like. So I, like her, we're both making changes. And so I start going, okay, you got to leave town. You got to go somewhere on your own. That's right. Peace out, bitches. I had to go. <laughs> that was number one. And I said, once I leave, physically leave this desk, so you have a desk too, you know how it is. When you leave this desk, this because our desk, let's be real, represents our business. Absolutely. It's not just a desk, not just an Absolutely. office. This is our business, this is our livelihood mostly. Yes, we have other things that are outside that we do for work, but for the most part, this is the nucleus where everything starts and stops and ends and begins. I have to physically take myself away from that. Mm-hmm. I thought that would be a start to my mental health. Then it was also meet up with friends. Who do you like? Who do you like hanging out with? I mean, seriously, like, you know, I mean, there's friends you have, they're Debbie Downers, or they're people that they got a lot going on in their lives that you love them, but like, if you, they may not be good for you at that time. I need people who yeah. are a little more upbeat and supportive. Um, I'm not a person who asks for help that often. I really don't. I do everything myself. Um, but I just kind of, but I was like, I got to start leaning on people and just not be afraid of that and just go, you know what? I need I need a, I need a friend today this week. Can we get together or whatever? And I did it with you. We got together and yeah. Really yeah. Nice. Um, by I the way, best restaurant location uh, recommendations. James Lott Jr. He knows where to get some good grub in Southern California. I do. I do. <laughs> my friend Tuesday sent me yesterday. She's like, "Oh my god, this burrito is like magical." I, said, I know where to go. Oh man, got the um, time. It's, <laughs> yes. Um, but no, it's like okay. So friendships. Um, just get reacquainted with your friends again. Just hang out with your friend, like, just, and not do anything. Not like not do business with your friend. Like, I, my friends and I, a lot of us, we do with colleagues. We do things. Like, yeah. Like, no, don't do a song together. No, don't do. Now, if something comes out of it while you're together, definitely document that and get that ready. But like, don't force anything. Just hang out. I mean, it's just laughing and talking and eating and drink whatever. Just whatever. And it's like I need more of that because I think also being isolated for the last couple of years. It's a number on us also. Because there was yeah. a time we couldn't get together. And there was a time right. we get together, we were scared to get together. And it was time, like it's all you say. So it's like I just need I needed to leave town, hang out with friends, do nothing, as my aunt face says, do nothing well. And that was the start. And so I started clipping that, I started cutting shit out. 
No soaps for the week. I'm not doing any of the soaps block. That's that's 15 hours a week I'm watching soaps. I gotta get a break on that. Um, that that frees up my Sunday. So now I got weekends back to myself. And I go driving. We go driving and go all over Southern California. I went to Catalina Island. Like it was just, I was just like, just get out to I like nature, I like getting outside, uh, I like good conversation. It was just it's I gave, but see, here's what's funny, Flobo. Mm-hmm. As I was working mostly on my personal life, it started informing my professional life. I should know better. I'm a life coach. I know everything's connected. <laughs> I should know better. Yes, you should. You should have known better. I should know better. Wake <laughs> up. Um, but I but it was like it's it really I started dreaming again. Oh wow. I wrote an episode uh for Pride Month, because it's June. So I wrote a episode for Pride Month for it's called Manchester Avenue Pride. It came out last week and it's good. Um, but I wrote something from beginning to end. And I loved it. And I was like, oh my goodness. And I got the actors together, we recorded it. I cried while they were recording it because it was my words through them. It's a special episode for me. Um, they said it was an honor for them to do it. It was this whole thing. But like the juices started, I started writing songs again. Yeah. Like, well, the juices are but I'm finding I'm enjoying the time off. But also, I found I had the be- I had two of the best weeks ever of my career. Okay. During May. Yeah. One uh one week on YouTube, I had fifteen thousand views. Wow. And I put out seventy percent less content. Yeah. Last week, uh, or actually Monday, this past Monday, I had the I had almost a thousand downloads in one day of all my shows. That's the best I've ever had. Yeah, um, one day. Yeah, less content. So some of my friends are like, maybe because you're putting out less, they're grabbing onto whatever. I'm seeing that my numbers are going up. Yeah. But also, they're going back in time and looking at my older stuff. So they're doing both. They're grabbing onto whatever's new, and, and the numbers are going higher, but they're also going back in time and seeing, what did you put out two years? Like things I put out two years ago are getting hit. So I'm like, where did that come from? So that just tells me, they like James Lodge your content and they're missing it a little bit. Mm-hmm. But I, I found a video recently and they're all like, James, take care of yourself. We're here for you. We'll be here when you get back. Really beautiful messages that made me cry. I cried every yeah. day. Um, <laughs> um, and I'm, so I guess because I'm so transparent with them, I put a book out last week, I think my 62nd book, and that's selling. And 62nd. Like, yeah, it's my, it's my, another, another podcast was like, James, how many do you have? We saw them. I have like 60 some books. Um, I put it, I know it's kind of weird. Uh, I'm I'm not James Patterson because apparently he's racist or something. I don't know what's wrong with him. Um, but I hope the white things like the white man having wow. a hard time. He wrote, yeah, he wrote wow. it. Wow, big controversy. So I'm the James Lot of James Lots. Um, <clears throat> but it was it was very much. I'm seeing that even I'm putting out less work. What I am putting out is still quality, and folks are actually tuning in. So it's informing. I'm, I've stretched this thing out now to June. And I'm looking at July guy going, is this my, you know, and then I made some major decisions in my business that I made also in, in May. So it's, it's, it's very interesting. You know, I, I had the pleasure in retrospect, cause it wasn't a pleasure at first to, to visit Miami uh, in May. 
uh, for Formula One. And that was a vacation I wasn't looking forward to because of the expense. But I had the time of my life. And that was kind of like my mini, mini, mini sabbatical because I worked one day out of five. Um, but I can tell you the, the the third night I was there and I got to Fort Lauderdale at the Airbnb. I had beat all my friends there. I saw the guy who checked me in, put the AC to an ice cold temperature, got myself some, some cafecito and went to the top of the rooftop, hung out by the balcony, and did a selfie of me looking over that balcony. And I took a picture of that, put it on Instagram, and that to me became the symbol of both the trip and how I was feeling at that moment. Was there a moment for you during that reduced work schedule where it, everything clicked and was like, no, this is something I needed to do for myself? <coughs> Excuse me. That'd be a hard question, apparently. <laughs> She's now <laughs> of all kind of five. Help me. Uh, okay, there was uh, Catalina Island when I was pulling out. So we were we we're in the harbor at, in, in Long Beach. So folks, you're not in California. We have a little island off the coast of LA. Uh, it's about it's about thirty miles out, and it's a cute little island. I mean, it's really cute. And it's been there for thousands of years, and right now it's getting there. So you go to Long Beach. You go to San Pedro, Long Beach. I went to Long Beach. I sat down. And we're pulling out of the harbor to turn around and then start going. As we pulled out, a whole wave of just like calmness came over me. I love boating also. I'm a big boat enthusiast. So that was great too. I one of us. I know, you know, I know you're not in there. I know you're not in there. I love boats. I do. I love boats. I love boating and sailing and all that stuff. Um, but I completely started to feel the weight of the world literally leave my shoulders. Yeah. And people were throwing up and stuff because that was kind of rocky or whatever. I'm not, I don't have motion sickness much on the boats, but they're all like, I'm like I was still feeling great. I was like, I feel good. I'm going somewhere else. Oh, you guys all have motion sickness, but I'm doing great. That's an image. Everyone's puking around you. You're just like, I need a bag. And I was like, oh, I'm fine. Yeah. But it was like that, that to me was like, yes, James, you can unplug. That was the analogy for me. I was unplugging from the mainland. I didn't bring my laptop. I didn't bring a, a, an iBook. I didn't bring anything. I didn't bring anything. I had my phone, a charger, and that's it. And I just, and I and it's just like I'm unplugging from the world. Like James, you can do that. Like it's okay to do that. I mean, I dedicate, and you and all of us, we dedicate so much time to the pursuit of pleasing our fans that we yeah. have and gaining new fans we don't have. That we almost forget, it all means nothing if I'm not okay. Right. And I was like, so literally, it was like an unplugging of, I'm by, and I and for three days, I watched basic cable, which I never watched anymore. Uh, saw shows I will never watch anymore. Um, and <laughs> that was that was my representation. Was like was actually leaving, unplugging from the harbor. That was that's that's my representation. No, I've never been to Catalina's. Should I go? Or I'll be bored out of my mind. Go for a day trip for you. For people like yourself, one like day. You. You mean. I mean, see, here's the thing. So I like getting away and um, quiet. And so I walk. There's no cars. It's mostly just golf carts. You walk everywhere. And it's hills and stuff. It's really beautiful. For me, it was nice doing barely nothing and just eating and drinking and watching the Billy Goats a lot and the neighborhood cat. And it was like it was to me. It was fun talking to the locals. It was to me. It was. It's not exciting. You could do zip lining and stuff on there too. There's things you can do, but. For me, I wanted to do nothing. That was the whole point. I wanted to make myself, you know, calm the fuck down. It was like, I just need yeah. to calm down. 
I hate to put everything because your experience is so unique into a little bit of a uh, cafeteria wisdom, but if there's one specific thing that you can learn, it's snackable. If someone's trying to debate that, look, I have this thing, I'm working so hard, no one gave me a shot, but now I'm building a thing, I can't step away. Any kind of advice for someone in that position? Yes. Um, it doesn't matter if you're working constantly or take breaks. Opportunities are going to either come to you or they're not. Mm -hmm. It doesn't matter. And you can you can work every day for a year and take one day off and something happens or not. I mean, just it's just or you can not work all year, work one day, something happens. Like it's just it's there's no rhyme or reason. It's like it's just you should be consistent, you should be out there doing your work, but it's so important to take care of yourself. You have to, you have to find a way to do it, whether you're rich or not rich. I mean, I'm not rich. I'm richer than others, meaning I have a house, things like that, and it's, it's good. But it's like, I'm not, I have to make money. I have to make money on some level. But that's where our hard work comes into. Putting all this hard work at the beginning, get stuff set up. So I do make money while I'm sleeping, as they say. There's certain jobs, there's certain streams that come in that I don't have to do much with them. They're fine. But you got to take breaks. Now, don't be afraid that opportunity is going to come while you're on break. Because it could come while you're on break and you still get notified. Or it can never come, and you never take a break. I, my analogy is when I worked for the corporate world, mm -hmm. I said never take vacations. They can't have me gone. Blah, blah. I had a boss come in finally and say, "James, you earn the vacation." And more than two or three days, you. I, at one job, I had three weeks vacation. He goes, "Take those three weeks. Yeah. You'll feel so much better. Like take this. The job's gonna fall apart. Life will continue. Just set things up before you leave as much as you can." But then go on a vacation. Do not answer the phone. But back then we didn't have cell phones, or like don't answer the phone. Like just you have to go. You pay. You earned it. Like you earned that time off. All work really does not do well for people. It just it just doesn't. And I'm telling you, my creativity started to come back. I feel better. But this reduced work schedule. I'm like, this may be my new thing. I mean, going yeah. forward, I'm like, I'm don't put a, don't put limits either or time limits on your health. Don't do that either. And so be so the passion for the media. You're not like done with it. You're like saying, oh, so this is great. I'm walking away. Oh, no, just no, kind of... no, no, no. Okay. Because I, I love it. I love this business, crazy business. They get to my half the time gets to my nerves. Half the time. Uh, okay, most of the time gets to my nerves. Um, for various reasons. Um, I know that I'm an othered person in several ways. So sometimes it feels like an uphill climb all the time. Um, a counterpart of mine who isn't black got coverage in something that I should have got coverage when it happened for me. Like it's just, it's just, it's just in certain publications, that stuff happens. But in spite of all that, I love it. I got two new songs back this morning that I worked on with my producers. Love the songs. My artist is very happy. Like, I love it. I just, I, I'm recording tonight for another pride special for Fairview Heights. So we're getting together tonight. We're going to do that. I'm very excited to hear my hear my actors again together and read my words. And it's like, I love this business. I love interviewing. I love talking. I love it. I love it. I love it. But now I also love that I have time off also. And that I can, yesterday I was with my best friend for five hours, just hanging out with her. And I was, she was in San Francisco. I haven't seen her in three years. Um, or running off to Palos Verdes and just going down to the beach down there and just hanging out. I mean, I'm liking both. I, you know, hanging out with you. We get together and hang out. And, oh, and, and stop. Talk. But no, seriously, that, that to me, that that's that's what life's all about. And, and yeah. it also it helps inform your work when you live life. That's true. 
And, and speaking of informative work, we just told me before you went live that two of your shows, legacy shows, are hitting that seven-year platform. The GH Spotlight and the Really Quick JLJ Show, which I love that Really Quick JLJ Show. Just personally, you know, let's get a little bit of an editorialization there. Tell me about that. Seven years in the game, flagship programming? What? Yeah, so my first show, which you were, you were the host of, the SOS show at James Law Jr. was my first radio on, and then I then I did then I started doing video later. But it was my first radio. My first like hundreds of episodes are all audio because it was all radio. But the really quick James Law Jr. show was something I was going to pitch to networks. I had seen seven years ago. I had seen that shorter programming was really coming in. I mean, now we know it's really in now. But back then yeah. it was just starting to happen. They're saying most shows should be like between seven and nine minutes or six and nine minutes or no longer than 20 minutes, that kind of stuff. I thought, would it be funny just be with me and sometimes my friends, whoever's with me, for a minute and a half, two minutes. It's, there's some episodes that have gone to like 10 minutes, but it's always short bits of my life because I'm always out and about. And I thought, this would be kind of a fun thing, just follow James. And I kept thinking, if I could pitch it to a platform like Snapchat or something, just like really quick. That was my plan at first. That never happened. Um, but people love that show. We're on a fourth season. People love it. I just changed the logo recently. But it's a show that was testing my camera skills, which ugh, back in the day were not the greatest. Um, <laughs> it happens. Woo, the editing skills were great either. Um, but it was it was just this fun little nugget, and people really loved it. It was slices of my life. It was my it was my one show. It's like I'm giving you pieces of me back then because I had nothing else out there that was doing that. I got to After Buzz TV, and it was all the after shows. So I said, here is me. So you get a little personal part of me, and I put it on this page. I mean, on my on my on my YouTube, and it, it, that was my one show I had for years. Um, and then Jason Spotlight happened because it was an addendum to the GH Report, which I started after Buzz TV. I want to give fans something during the week. Mm -hmm. We're all Sundays. I say, well, we're gaining fans. We'll give them some, and it was basically spotlighting characters, storylines actors, whatever. Um, and I said, I was doing it. It's just me doing it. I did it on the side. It was like once a week. And it was like middle of the week. And it was kind of fun. And now it's been repurposed because that was TV is dead. Uh, <sighs> name only. Um, and now I've repurposed it in the last two years as the after show because that JS report folded because of that. And I brought Frank over and Lucretia over and we started doing it as, so now I have Jason Me Spotlight, Jason Dirty Deeds. They both kind of do all kinds of little things. And, my, and literally, Jason Me Spotlight is my most popular show of all time. It's yeah. my most popular show every, almost every week. It's my most popular show. It's, it's, it's just the audio version, especially, is huge. The video version is huge. Um, in seven years, I'm doing it. Seven years and going strong. James Lodge Jr., always a pleasure to be on the show. If I wanted to, you know, hang out with you, connect with you, become a fan, a Lottie, if that is a Lottie, how do I do how about doing that? You do it several ways, folks. One, you can follow my Patreon. I feel like flowing now. Um, I, I've learned from him, and I have lots of content. Lots, I'm going to have more coming. Lots. L-O-T-T. And more coming. That's for you. More coming. Um, this is Patreon James Lot Jr. So go there. I have three different tiers. Each tier gives you something, and you get gifts after a couple of months of being uh, a Lottie. You get some gifts sent to you for free. So uh, please go ahead and check that out. All kinds of goodies on there. Uh, BobbyCoffee.com. James Lot Jr. You can buy me a coffee also. Uh, some people have done that already. It's really, it's really inexpensive. It's fun. Because people ask me, can we send you cards? And I'm like, I don't want, any, I don't want any more stuff that hurts the planet. Send me coffee. It hurts my stomach. 
Uh, <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> also, you can follow me at James Hunt Jr. all over the place, uh, literally at JLJ Media everywhere. Follow me all those places for all my, my, my goodness. And JLJ Media is the YouTube channel. I'm on all streaming platform services. Um, and I'm, in, I'm in Studio City Season 2, Episode 2 on Amazon Prime. What don't you do? I don't do Windows. Hey, before you go, just want to say my book, Graduation Day, Life Lessons from the Real World, is now available on Amazon. You know, the concept of the book comes from when I graduated college and I wasn't impressed about my commencement speaker and what he had to say. And I said, I had some life experiences. Let me go back in time to a proverbial time machine and tell younger me things I learned as an adult. I share stories about the time where I almost died riding a motorcycle or the time where I had no money but decided to do a wedding in Italy, DJ a wedding in Italy to save my business and much, much more. Graduation Day, Life Lessons from the Real World is available on Amazon. Just look for me at Global Voice. Thanks so much for listening to New Amsterdam Radio. Learn more about the show at newamsterdam.com. That's K-N-E-W-Amsterdam.com. Until next time, this city is yours. <laughs>